From the podcasting studio in the Reynolds School of Journalism, this is Residual Culture. A media mixtape. I'm Ben Birkenbein. And I'm Joey Lovato. And today we're talking about something that I am not acquainted with at all. <laughs> Sports. And all I, right. I think it's interesting because I feel like our show is pretty nerdy. It, 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 yes, I would say we are uh, casually nerd-ish. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I, I just think that sports are like the both the antithesis of being nerdy, but also like, the, like, like they're both the same and the opposite. Because like mm-hmm. there's guys who are like sports and if you're a nerd, like uh, you're stupid nerd stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then there's like guys who are so into like the specific stats and the specificness of sports that I think it, it really, it's its own culture that I don't qu- quite grasp, but I can appreciate. Sports super nerds. Yeah. I mean, well, they I, have now, not I don't even know if they're affectionately, but they're just basically regarded as the quants. The, I didn't know that. The quants. Because <laughs> they just quantify everything oh, sure. about a game. And it's all about statistical probability and regression and all this stuff. Yeah. How to maximize the most out of your players, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, so so sports are kind of something that are out of my wheelhouse. I'm, I'm woefully unpre- unprepared for today because I only watch one sport, really. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, yeah, so sp- sports are, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. But I think it's an important media that if you don't like sports, you'll probably enjoy this episode. <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah, that's true. I guess, well, we'll see where it goes. You know, it's an adventure. Yeah. Every, every podcast is an adventure. That's true. So let's start with basics. Uh, you've already kind of previewed this, but do you like sports? Do you watch sports? I, 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 I like baseball. Okay. And I really like the Olympics. Okay. But I don't like... I, I don't understand football like doesn't is not interesting to me at all. American football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. American football. Okay. Um I have gone to a live Australian football game and I was so confused. <laughs> um so there is that. Uh I don't enjoy um I don't enjoy basketball. Um I, I think like college basketball. Did is you really say fun you to... don't enjoy basketball? No, I don't. Okay. I, I like college basketball. I like yeah. the NCAA, but I don't like the NBA at all, actually. I hate like kind of the show chauvinistic nature of it and the very like it's it's a one man team. Like I don't like that it's not a team sport really. Like it is, but it's not. You know what I mean? It's like it's oh that's LeBron is the Heat now. Yeah. It's stupid. Well, yeah. It's like not enjoyable. Like baseball, I feel like is, and I understand people's gripes with baseball. Like I totally get it. Like the kind of the the slower paced nature of the game. But I feel that way about football. Okay. <laughs> so. So how did you get into baseball? Why why baseball? Um, I played. Ba- my dad is into baseball. Uh, I played baseball as a kid. And uh, I grew up across the street. Well, I didn't grow up across, like across the street, but like really close to uh, Candlestick Park when I was like a kid. So, in San Francisco. In San Francisco, yeah. When I moved, I moved here when I was very young. But yeah, so when I was like a like some of my earliest memories are like going to baseball games with my father. So uh, Giants games. And you said you played baseball. I did. And so yeah, I was gonna ask you, have you did you play sports as a kid? I did. Yeah, what did you play? I played a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you but, still play sports. Uh, not really. I thought you played soccer. No, never. I swear you told me you played soccer. I, I may have told you I played only one game of soccer ever in my entire life, and it was like three years ago. Oh, okay. No, it was longer than that, because that was still when I was in Oregon. So it was at least four or five years ago. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought you played yeah. soccer. No, that's the only time. And I was like, all right, I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to start playing soccer. So I went out and like got some cleats. Oh I got my some God. soccer cleats. You really, you really went well, in. Well, the thing is because they were, they were like, uh, I wasn't even planning on buying anything to be honest with you. I'm like, I'm just going to look at cleats. But it was like super markdown. And I like, I swear I, I only paid like 20 bucks or something for these cleats. Uh, so I have them. I've worn them once. 
I still have them. And like when I got to wearing them again, well, this is a funny little tangent, but like when I got to the field, like some of the guys like made fun of me, they're like, Oh, look at your new, look at your new cleats guy. (laughs) Like, looks like you're ready for the big game today. And I was like, stop it. I've never played before. Were you any good? No, I have, I'm horrible because yeah, I, I never played soccer. I have no hand f- or I guess eye foot coordination. Yeah, no. Um, did you, okay, so wait, what else did you play other than your one time playing soccer? Oh, gosh. Um, well, let's see. So I guess, I'm guessing, I don't know this. I'm guessing you played basketball. I played I'm gu- basketball. I'm guessing that was your main sport as a child. That's the one I enjoyed the most. Okay. But I didn't play that much. Okay. <laughs> uh, we had a pretty good basketball team. So for those of you that were on that basketball team listening to this, you were better than I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I loved basketball. I still love basketball. I think basketball is like my favorite uh, sport to play. Okay. I have to think about that, but I'm pretty sure it's my favorite sport to play. So when I was in high school mm-hmm. and I took PE class, we played basketball 90% of the time. <laughs> and then we played volleyball like twice and I, I enjoyed that, but my wrists hurt. And then we played dodgeball when we didn't play volleyball. And I'm really good at dodgeball because I'm tiny. There you go. You're shifty. I'm very fast. Very shifty. Yeah. Get out of the way of the ball. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so let's see. I um, But but yeah, I mean, the main sports, I played football for like a little bit. Oh, really? Okay. For a hot minute. Um, Never because, played football. Because like the size I am today, yeah. I was this size when I was 13. Oh, God. <laughs> and so like as a 13-year-old... <laughs> As a 13-year-old, I was, like, on the offensive line. I was a lineman, which is, like, you know where all the big guys are. And then gradually, as we kept getting older, I kept <laughs> shifting positions to smaller and smaller positions. And I'm like, I'm done. Like, yeah. th- these guys have surpassed me. Like, I, I don't need to play this Did anymore. you play baseball? Uh, I played Little League okay. baseball. But then, no. But okay. then nothing after that. Uh, my other sport was track and field. Oh, I yep. can see you being a runner. Yep. What'd you do? Sprints? Uh, I, pole, was, pole vault? I, I was a true... I would no. I was a hurdler. Oh, I could see that. Actually, I began as a thrower. So like, I threw a, like shot put, discus. Oh, discus. Yep. They don't. And, they don't. We didn't do discus in high school. And then I had. Um, so it was my my sports were my events were discus, uh, hurdles, and triple jump. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the strange thing is like, it, I was. I didn't really necessarily excel in any event, <laughs> but I was solid in almost all the events. Okay. So like we would do You're like, like a, kind of a naturally athletic guy though. Well, maybe a little bit. Not me. I mean, okay. <laughs> in, I mean, com- I don't want to turn com- this into like a like a like a comparison show. No, no, but like, you know, in, like it, but in comparison, yeah. you are more naturally athletic than I am. Okay, I will accept your compliment. Uh, Thank you very I'm much. I'm a decent swimmer because I'm kind of gangly. You know, now there's the interesting thing about me and swimming is like I was an excellent swimmer. Yeah, I'm a pretty good swimmer, but I think that's also because I lived on the Australian coast for a year. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was in swimming, but then basketball season was the same time oh, as yeah. swimming, so I chose basketball. Okay. Um, my mother, I was just home. This is a strange anecdote. Also, we were just talking about this because, you know, like I was cleaning out basement and that kind of stuff, or my mom was, and she's like, "You still have things like left in the basement? Like get them out of here or decide what you want to do with them." Including like she saved all my like report cards and all my other stuff, as well as like sports trophies. Oh yeah, they're hilarious because <laughs> some of them like have some horrible misspellings on them. Oh, we might post one of these on our Instagram. This I, now I would have to. I'm gonna have to wait till I go back to take a picture. Get your but, mom to take a picture. Uh, we'll see if she can handle that te- <laughs> technologically. Um, but yeah, uh, so the idea was um, in swimming. Strange, strange thing. I never lost a swim race. Oh my god! And in fact, I have so I have all these medals and stuff, and um, 
I was I was uh, famous for being during that time one of the few people who could wear a life jacket and swim to the bottom of the deep end. <laughs> so like people were like, oh, that's impressive. I haven't seen that before. Yeah, um, that's pretty cool. So whatever that's worth. Um, so what's what sports? Oh, okay, enough about us. Yep. I, oh, okay. Uh, one more thing. I was uh, captain, team captain of the golf team at my high school. Golf. That's another one. I, 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 I don't. I, I've never golfed. So here's the thing. Never. I don't like golfing. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, it's funny to me because just on my recent travel, there was like the PGA Championship was happening, and there were all these dudes like sitting around the airport streaming the yeah. the PGA because like Tiger Woods watching golf's the worst. Well. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. I don't get it. I mean. I guess there's something exciting about it, but I I'll, I'll, just okay, don't okay. get golf. Yeah, I'll walk by the TV when my dad or like my, if my grandpa's visiting or something and they're watching golf. I'll walk by and I'll watch like a guy play a hole and I'll watch him hit like four balls. And I'm like, wow, he's really good at that. I don't want to watch any more of this. But um, so here's the thing is I like golf for nine holes and then I hate it. <laughs> I like, I love, playing. Okay. like nine holes of golf sure. is great. 18 holes of golf is a waste of my time. Okay. It is like, it takes forever. I stop having fun. I get tired. I also start sucking around nine holes. And so, like, like you'll see, like, my front nine is great, and my back nine is terrible. I don't understand why it has to take all day. Here's the other thing. It's expensive. Golf is expensive. It's so expensive. This is why, like, even here, so we we are located in Reno, Nevada, really conveniently located next to, um, you know, Sierra, Sierra Nevada. Well, you know, um, Reno is, like, actually, like, a golfing destination. So like, it is. Some of the best golf courses in the world. Here. Yeah, but that's what I was going to say. So we're here. They also have this big celebrity golf tournament that's sure. up in the, up in Tahoe or whatever. Yeah, we also have Montreux. Yeah, Montreux. Which is, like, a crazy exclusive golf course. So, like, there's all that stuff. That's expensive. But I was going to flip this into uh, sports that are expensive, skiing. Oh, God, yeah. Skiing is also... I've been on skis twice, and I crashed both times, and I said, I'm done. Oh, really? You live in Oregon and Wisconsin and Nevada, and you don't like skiing? Right. That's crazy. Now... I like skiing. Snowmobiling. Oh, yeah. Different story. That's not a sport, though. (laughs) That's just like riding around. That's just like... Drinking some beers and getting on a motorized uh, (laughs) Motorized, vehicle. Yeah, that sounds cool. Um, yeah, no. So what sports teams are you into? Like, let's talk about like the right. big three, right? All like right. when you think of sports, you think of the big three, at least here in America. What are the big three? You think of football, basketball, and baseball. Sure. And then hockey is like kind of like a fourth. Sure. Okay. I guess for, if you're from Wisconsin, I feel like hockey is like definitely All right. in the... It, yeah, at the collegiate level. In the zeitgeist. People, people certainly... Yeah, it's within the culture. Yeah. You know. Not here, in Nevada, in arid Nevada. Although it's starting to be now that we have the Las Vegas uh, Golden Knights. And I will say, I did enjoy watching the Golden Knights play. Mm-hmm. It was not like... I didn't know what the heck was going on, but like, oh, this was fun. I didn't, I didn't mind like... I thought it was a good time. NHL, talented. All right. So let's not, uh, so let's kind of focus things a little (laughs) bit here. So you're right. Um, So what sports teams do I follow? I'll tell you. I follow the Wisconsin Badgers college football team, the Wisconsin Badgers college basketball team. That's not what I thought this was going, but. And I follow, uh, and I follow. Wisconsin Badgers sports recruiting news. I thought you were gonna be like, I follow the Green Bay Packers. Uh, I don't, you know. I'm so. Let me go on record and say that I lived in Green Bay for about six years, uh, from Wisconsin. Uh, the yes. only publicly owned football team, I believe. Yes, which is pretty cool. Now I appreciate that about well, that. Seems the like Green something Bay right Packers. up your alley. I appreciate that about the Green Bay Packers. That's great. Uh, I like the Packers. I think they also won the first Super Bowl. 
the yeah the first two look at all these yeah. look at all these sports facts that i didn't know i knew <laughs> that you know them yeah absolutely uh so yes am i a packers fan yes do i care about the nfl no less and less every year well the nfl is a bad thing and it's losing okay i mean so- it's, it's it's losing here's the media standpoint of the nfl the nfl is still gets the top ratings out of any sports in america yeah right it's huge but Ratings have been declining pretty consistently um, for a number of reasons, but it's going down. And so I think Just that- Just like all their players. Yeah, oh. well, and, and because the CTE- Yeah, you know, CTE. CTE uh, issue is very- um, Prevalent. It's very prevalent, and I do think that's one of the things that's harming it. I, I don't think that- you know I think you're, you're seeing more and more parents who don't want to see their kids play- American football. If I had a kid, I would not let them play football. Right. And some people do. Yeah. yeah. They're like, nope, not going to do it. Hockey too, though. I think hockey is also very like dangerous and well, stuff. And here's the, that's the, that's the thing. I, I think that a lot of other sports Have just, this ha- problem? just haven't gotten the attention that soccer. football has gotten. Soccer has, right? And I do yeah. think that's another thing, like heading a oh soccer ball God. and getting hit in the head. I mean, I was watching the World Cup. Like yeah. these guys, like I, oh, it looks, I can't imagine. I hit my head on like the counter and I like. I'm I'm done for a week. Down for days. Yeah, Yeah. it's horrible. I can't imagine like smacking your head into someone else's head like all the time. Yeah. So so anyway, so yeah, the NFL uh, is not going there. But what about you? So for sports teams, seriously, though, you asked me about the sports teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Like professional, like NHL. Or I mean, I'm sorry, NHL. Let's say NFL. NFL, I guess I'm going to go the Green Bay Packers. Okay, sure. NBA. Don't follow the NBA, but probably the Milwaukee Bucks. That's a team? The Greek freak, bro. I don't know what you're saying. You don't know the Greek freak? I don't know what you're saying to me. He is, he, I will say this, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, (laughs) otherwise known as the Greek freak, uh, has single-handedly gotten me interested a little bit in the NBA, but I I just don't follow the NBA. So I really like the NBA actually from like a, like managing standpoint. Like, have you ever heard of the process? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Uh, we've talked about this. We may have talked about this on the podcast. If you, um, listen to a podcast called Reply All. It's a small unknown podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, Reply All does a great series on the process, quote unquote, um, which is like this whole, it turned out like the scandal. It was very, very interesting. Um, I loved that. Mm -hmm. Uh, the NBA I hate, but I love like the, (laughs) that part of it. All right. And so for baseball. And then baseball. Baseball, it's the Chicago White Sox. Okay. Yeah. Sure. And, uh, but, but the thing with baseball is I Why did you choose the White Sox? Is there like a reason? Uh, I always find it interesting, like why yeah. people follow the team. It's a lot of time. It's like, well, my dad followed them or something. But yeah. Like, so growing up, um, you know, people would watch the Milwaukee Brewers, and I sort of did. But I just I had a falling out with baseball. Like after little league, I didn't follow baseball because there was the strike in baseball. Mm-hmm. Baseball shut down, and there was a, there was a major strike. In what years? It was like ninety. Oh gosh, ninety two, three, four, somewhere in there. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. Gosh, that's I should know that, but um. Yeah, so baseball shut down, really hurt the the sport. Uh, I just didn't follow baseball for a long time. And then I moved to Chicago, and you're just surrounded by baseball. Like, you know, you're in a baseball town, right? So you've got either the Cubs or the White Sox. And I said, okay, fine. I'm going to give both teams a chance. I'm going to go to a game on on the north side uh, for at, to a Cubs game, to Wrigley Field. I'm going to go to a game on the south side uh, at what was then Comiskey Park, and I had a much better time on the south side, and I was living just on the south side. So I said, that's it. I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to follow the White Sox. So I went to a game at Wrigley Field one time. Like, I went to Chicago basically to go to Wrigley Field with my dad. As people I mean, do. Um, we also, like, you know, went to Chicago together. It's like a father-son bonding thing. Mm-hmm. It was fun. 
Um, but we went to Wrigley Field and we watched a Cubs game and they were playing the they were oh, who are they playing? They were playing like the like the Rangers, I think. Okay. Um and all of a sudden Cubs fans just started chanting, F the Yankees. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the, Yan- the Yankees aren't here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I was so confused. Yeah. And like that, like, again, grew up as a Giants fan. I understand rivalry when it comes to like the Giants and the Dodgers. The Yankees and the Cubs, or I'm sorry, I went to a, not a, uh, uh, what do you call it? I went to a Red Sox game, not a Yankees. Uh, I'm okay. sorry. I'm, yeah. I'm getting us all confused. So you did not go to Chicago. You went to Boston. I'm so confused. I don't know what I saw. No, I did see because they did start chanting. No, I went to Wrigley Field and watched the Cubs, but they started. The Yankees are pretty much widely regarded maybe, maybe as a hated was. team. Yeah, maybe so... it was the Cubs that were chanting. I don't know. It was weird. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting my sports rivalries mixed Where up. Where have you been? Where are you right now, I'm, Joey? I'm, I think I'm still in Wrigley Field, but they were chanting right. F the Yankees, and it was weird. Sure. It just confused me. and like, But I think that that's also like telling of like just how passionate people are about sports, and like it's weird... That like every sport has like its hardcore fans. I mean, like there are people that are like hardcore into BMX, and there are people that are hardcore into like skiing and snowboarding. There are people that are hardcore into curling um, and ballet. But like when it comes to like rivalries, like you got the NBA, you got the NFL, and you got the uh, and you do have soccer, I think too. Um, like especially between like Real Madrid and like uh, Barcelona. Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Um, but like those are like the main the, the, these big stadium sports. That's where you get the the camaraderie between other fans. Unlike these sports like BMX and ballet and stuff. I think that that's why they're so popular. Because I feel like teams are generally territorial. You know okay, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're based in a city. They're based in a place, unless they've moved, et cetera, et cetera, through mm-hmm. in the professionals uh, ranks. But you know, you brought up soccer. Soccer is a really good one. Lots of cities have their own team, right? Yeah, and the like team the represents the team. city, right? It represents that. And it, there's a particular sort of identity that people associate with the team yeah. as being from there. This is us. This is how powerful we are, you yeah. know? Um, so, yeah, I do think that's why some people get into sports. I think other, like some of the other sports you mentioned, it it's just kind of interesting how people can get really into specific sports and yeah. i think it's either because they play it they have a family member or they excelled at it yeah. somehow and then they got really into it um i'm just thinking about this too like globally the sports are very interesting because you'll get you know we mentioned like um you know soccer obviously is is huge yeah, around yeah. the world right it's like the biggest sport but for example um you know, and then in the U.S. you get like American football, which is still the behemoth. I of think like it still ratings. makes more money than well, it might make more money than FIFA. Even I, I don't uh, quote me on that. Well, I have yeah, nothing to back up that. <laughs> it could. I mean, certain franchises definitely yeah, are yeah, yeah. the most, but they're actually soccer franchises are the most valuable. Are they? Okay. So, for example, I believe the last time I checked, and it's been a while. Maybe things have changed a bit now. Is um, they they kind of measure the worth of a sports brand? Okay. You know, and Manchester United. For a while, the yeah. soccer club was number one. I have in a the friend world. who's from Manchester, and he was oh god. Yeah, because there's just so many people around the world who are really into Manchester United. Maybe things have changed now with like Barcelona, Real Madrid, you know, something like that. Yeah, uh, Juventus and other other teams. But anyways, the point is globally, though. Uh, for example, like uh, ladies golf, huge, oh, yeah. huge in South Korea. Oh really? Actually. Huge, like. Bigger than men's golf. Well, and you know what else is, is huge. huge in South Korea is yeah. esports. And I, yeah. 
I think that's a very interesting argument to bring up, and it's like our esports sports. You know what? They're they're. I mean, honestly, the fastest growing sport. Yeah. If you would, if 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 you consider it a sport, and I'm not going to tell you to to or not to, but it is the fastest growing sport if you were to consider it a sport. It's also one of the most valuable. Yeah. It makes so much money. Lots of money. And you know what's crazy? The people that play esports don't make that much money in comparison to professional athletes. All of that money is going to private companies, which is crazy. Well, they're going to the companies, but they're also so yeah, that's right. Um, because there's no, there's not really any representation. You know, they're exactly. just getting gear. They're getting all sorts of like other kind of unreported sure, yeah. gifts, yeah, right? Exactly. Uh, to try and keep them happy. But that'll be an interesting thing to watch to see as esports grows. If there's going to be something like an esports players association, oh yeah, you know, for sure, that would lobby on behalf of them against the private companies that are. You know, broadcasting rights and and everything else. Yeah. You know? Well, and also I think um, they're 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 even younger than every other sport. It's like the young. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably one of the youngest sports. Like you age out at twenty two. Sure. Like twenty. Sure. If you're twenty two, if you're twenty, if you're twenty five, you're ancient. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's very interesting. Um, other things too, like uh, for example, so um, in Brazil, right? Like soccer, obviously, is the mm-hmm. number one. But like number two is in a close second would be beach volleyball. Oh yeah, I believe that huge beach volleyball. Yeah, and well, like cricket is like really big. Cricket and, like, is huge. India and yeah. and in in uh, Pakistan. Uh, yeah, well, India, and Middle East, Pakistan. and then also in like even. I mean, it's it's it's. I don't know if it is if it's as big in like England anymore, but people still play. It, it. still is. Yeah, I mean, they they had the big. Um, there was like a cricket international tri- cricket championship when I was there. Actually, in London, it was really big. Cricket um, confuses me so much. <laughs> It's funny because I don't understand it. Even there, like uh, I remember uh, signing on to the internet one day, and like you know, Google has those little pop-up games. Oh yeah. And you could play this little Flash version of cricket. Yeah. So I did it. I'm just like, I'm just gonna see if I can kind of understand it through this. I've also had plenty of conversations with people about how cricket works. Yeah. Um, because you just you basically can't find it. But but I remember when I was young, um, and like we would get like satellite dish. You could look at the pay-per-view events. Yeah. And, and like there were like the Cricket World Cup finals, you know, but it was super expensive. Yeah. Like, like it was the most it was like $150. No, 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 it was like $500. Oh my god. Because what oh the my god. And then I I asked somebody and they're like, "Well, because what they do is like all the diaspora communities, they they have a party and they watch it with a lot of people. So they just have um. everybody chip in and so they they're able to command this really large pay-per-view audience wow. from like Indian, Pakistani communities, et cetera, et cetera, who are living abroad, who like w- need to see India versus Pakistan, you know, for, like in wow. the finals or whatever. Interesting. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So why sports? I mean, why are people into it? I do think that, you know, it's that territorial thing. And I think that, like you said, I think it's it's kind of passed down from, you know, like parents. Generation. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah I, I think what else is interesting is, like, why certain sports are popular in certain areas. I mean, like, it makes mm-hmm. sense that beach volleyball is popular in Brazil. Sure. Um, and, and, like, what kind of culture is built around it. Like, if you think about it, like, a lot of other places, like, I think the most types of stadium sports are popular in the United States. And I think that that's because of, like, the United States culture. The mo- what do you mean? Like the most types, the, the greatest variety. Yeah, of stadium greatest variety sports? of stadium sports can probably. I'm and I again, I'm. I don't have anything to back this up, but like if you look at other countries, it seems like the United States has the most variety of stadium sports, and that like people actively go to games all the time. Like like there are there is mm-hmm. a person that's a fan of Real Madrid, and they may go to every Real Madrid game. But like if you live in like uh, Boston or something, you you may like go to like a or 
I, I don't know any Boston sports teams other than the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, if well, you live, in, let me help you out a little bit. If, you mean like the Boston Bruins, the, like the, Bruins. the hockey game? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Like you, you can go to a Bruins game, a New England Patriots game. You can, oh God, are the Patriots from Boston? Well, they're New England, but yeah, they're they're located there okay. basically. <laughs> Um, Close enough that people in Boston can go. Yes. Yeah, but like, so like, you can go to like all these things, and like, people do like, and it's because of like where they're from, and they feel like I gotta support like my stake of sports land. Now, here's the interesting thing. Um, I think it's the same way, and I wasn't joking when you asked me what my favorite teams were. Yeah. Is that even to this day, I follow college sports much more closely than I follow any professional sport, with the exception of baseball. And the only reason I follow professional baseball um, is because I play fantasy baseball. And I would like to talk about that. But let's talk about college sports first. Let's talk about college sports. And Um, why I like the NCAA as compared to the NBA. I think it's a great great conversation. Yeah. So uh, I'll just finish my point by saying that, like, for me, I grew up in Madison, Wisconsin, which is where the University of Wisconsin is, is based and so watching that sports team growing up, it just like it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, there's such tremendous support for the university or there was. I don't want to get into it Uh-oh. too much of Wisconsin politics right now. But, um, yeah, so you get a lot of support for the team. And now I just still talk to friends about, like, for example, the upcoming college football season. Like we're really energized by the prospects for the, the current season. All these high schoolers. <laughs> Well, what do you mean? Like all these high schoolers going into college to be Well, we'll also watch recruiting to see oh. like how the recruits do, you so know, like, like who they're recruiting and who who we're getting in, got it, you know, got it, that got kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I so the reason I like the NCAA is it feels more like a team sport to me. Yeah. Like when I okay. So I think I've probably been to between 20 and 50 baseball games in my life. I know it's a very broad number, but you know, somewhere in there, we do a lot of baseball games. I, the only other sport I've ever seen live is basketball, and I've been to two UNR games. Okay, that would be the University of Nevada. Yeah, the University of Nevada game. The, the University of Nevada. Yes, and that is it. I've never been to a football game. I've never seen an NFL or an NFL game or an NBA game. You know what we should do is we should we should go to a, a Nevada Wolfpack uh, football game. Sure. I'll take you to your f- first football game. Sure. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Yeah, I was just going to say, that's like a very, like, uh, come on, kids, we're going to the football game. Yeah. So, yeah, no, um, and it was really fun to watch, like, Nevada. And this was back when, like, Nick Vazikas was, like, our big guy. Vazikas, yeah. He, I think he moved to, like, Germany. Probably. I th- yeah, he, like, signed my shoe when I was in, like, third grade. Although now, now we've, we're having, we're starting to feed into the pros. Yeah, apparently we've got some pretty good players. We have some very good players. Yeah. And in fact... Um, the University of Nevada is ranked like preseason, like top 10 in the country. No. Seriously. Top 10 in the United States. In the United States. What? And because we made it to the, the so the biggest sport. We, went, we made it to the Sweet 16. We went to the Sweet 16, yes. The Sweet 16 of Very the exciting. NCAA March Madness Men's Basketball Tournament in which you get a, a field of 68 teams now who all vie in a single elimination tournament to become the national champion it's pretty awesome it, it feels like gladiators back it in the is day. <laughs> it is it is probably the single most exciting event i would say in sports I at really least like, in the u.s I, I mean people still get into this the super bowl right just sure, but sure, that's sure. one game i mean i think that for a month for a full month in march people just go crazy about yeah, it's march a Madness. whole month 
I do love the Super Bowl, not because of football at all, mm-hmm. but because the halftime show is really fun. The commercials are really good, and I also usually get homemade guacamole and bean dip, and I love it. Yuck to all that. I love it. Nope. You don't like it either? No. You don't no. like guacamole? Uh, I do like guacamole. Okay. Depends on so the guacamole. So not yuck to all of it. Well, yuck to most right. of it, Ben. Yeah, most of it. Most of it. How do you feel about bean dip? Uh, no. Really? Yeah, bean probably pretty not. good. I don't know. Yeah, you have a good, We're getting sidetracked you have here. A good bean We're getting dip. sidetracked. I'm not going to get into a bean dip let's debate. Let's talk about Highlight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's talk about no, Highlight. I'm kidding. Didn't quite work. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. No, so no, no, no. So let's talk about like why March Madness and stuff. And yeah, well, March Madness is, is exciting for that, is that you get collegiate teams along with all the student bodies associated with those those uh, schools who can kind of rally behind the school and um, you know be excited for them. And the University of Nevada, which is where we are based, uh, made it to the final 16, what they call the Sweet 16 last year. It was so sweet until we lost. It was really it was really a nice run. Now, the reason that there's so much hype around the basketball team this year is because that entire team is still here. It came back. Really? So we well, we lost to like one or two seniors, but they they weren't so they weren't like starters. there was one there was one who was a contributor but not one of the major starters. Like all of our really good players our best players were juniors all right. basically so they came back plus we have a killer team this year plus we have two more transfers who transferred in who are now eligible for this next year are there some twins well they're already okay. up there <laughs> and we also got a five i think a five four or five star recruit from the Sacramento area as a freshman all right. who's like coming into this school this is going on a deep dive for Nevada basketball but it should be an exciting year and I, I would like to say, like, you, you talk about all these players, like, we've got all of these people, like, coming back, we've got this like, crazy good recruit. But, like, you never specifically are like, it's because we've got, you know, Sean over here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could, I just didn't want to get into the names, but we could name them well, if you I want. Mean, I mean, but, I don't but, like, what, I, what I'm saying is, like, again, you look at, like, other sports franchises and it's like, or, I mean, in, in the NBA, and it's LeBron or it's, it's you know, whoever. Here's what I'll, here, but here's, here's the shift, though. You're right. I mean, but but what's happened and I think has always happened is it's never really been a one-person show. But what's happening increasingly now is that you're getting like super teams. Yeah, oh my god, you look at the 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 San Francisco Golden State Warriors. <laughs> yeah, Golden State Warriors. They're like a but, super team. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, you're getting these super teams because people are trying to hit that cycle in like money and free and like recruiting sort of mm-hmm. younger players and getting them together and then bringing in a big free agent so you can have at least like you need like three really good players yeah you know and then you need some other role players who can step up and, and be yeah good. and I'm, I'm not saying it's like only lebron james's one but like when he's when like when like everyone just passes the ball to him and you're just like oh there he goes again you look how tall he is yeah i mean to, to your point i think that the college game is a little bit more creative it's way more, and, and that, it's also way more unpredictable holy cow it can be really unpredictable. There's a lot more parody, is what we would call parody in sports, and um, yeah, it's it's it, it makes for some really exciting games, which is why I think March Madness is so popular yeah, because you so can have fun. these really big upsets where, you know, Nevada beats uh, you know another team that's uh, nationally ranked with a lot of good kind of recognition, all that. Um, one thing that I do find really interesting about the the um, the, the NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just finished a book called Sex, Drugs, and Cocoa Puffs by, yeah. uh, by Chuck Klosterman. Chuck Klosterman. And he had a whole chapter about basketball, and I started reading the chapter, and I was like, I'm just going to skip this one. I don't care. But then I started reading it, and it was about the rivalry between the Lakers and the Celtics in the 80s yep. and how it how it relates to r- race relations. Yep. And it was so 
interesting. Yeah. And I totally view basketball in a totally different light now because of that. Yeah. Doesn't mean I like will actively watch it, but like I think of that like from like a total like both socioeconomic and like race relations like point of view, basketball is super interesting. Absolutely it is. Yeah. So yes. that's all I have to say about that. All right. No. Yeah, that stuff still goes on. I mean, all of those things. I mean, I think that sports and politics are kind of always intertwined. So we could use this opportunity also to talk about um, one of the Nevada alumni, yeah, uh, Colin yeah. Kaepernick, Kaepernick, who is, has kind of received national um, recognition. We could say recognition. I mean, <laughs> depends on what side you're on, whether yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's fame or infamy yeah. for taking a knee to protest police national. brutality and the treatment of, of uh, people of color, specifically by police um, as well. As, so that that's one thing. But then also more recently, you had uh, President uh, Donald Trump sort of tweeting out a, about LeBron James. Yeah, for like, donating stuff. to school. Yeah, and it was just like, uh, so all of those things are kind of wrapped up in sports. People pour... Well, people are so invested in sports that they will like also pour their like their view, their both political views and like how they, how they want and see the world should be like to be working. Like they they put into sports. And I think that's where this kind of uh, like identity is really part of it, right? Like very interesting. If we sure. if we don't perceive your behavior as being part of our community, however we define that community, then we want you to get out. Right. Yeah. Or to shut up and dribble, quote, shut up and dribble, which yeah. is people have used that as well. To, um, well, it, it, it always I always kind of was baffled by, like, if you have a stage to give to, like, spread a message or something like you should do it. And people are like, you're you're getting paid to do this. And you're like, well, yeah, but like also they're an influential person. They should be allowed. They're, they are they are 100 percent allowed to speak their mind. And if you don't like that, then you don't have to like that person. But like that doesn't mean that you like have the right to tell them they're not allowed to do it. Right. Yeah. That that's where it gets really um it does get complicated of, because like these are private companies and they're doing these games for private profit. Yeah, absolutely. And they can, right? Yeah, and the I and mean, the companies do have the right to tell them, you know, you can't do that. Which is uh It's very interesting. Yeah, which is definitely uh interesting. Let's see. Excuse me. Sorry. Um now I lost my thought because I just had that little We can talk about highlight. We're not talking about highlight. We're not talking about highlight. <laughs> but let's talk about what about obscure sports? I would like to talk about ex- obscure sports. Um, I genuinely love watching curling during the Olympics. I think it is yeah. so much fun. So we're talking Winter Olympics. Yes, the men's curling team for the United States this year was awesome. They were like a bunch of like chubby dads from like Wisconsin, and they when they won the gold, they were like, "What?" They were so surprised. That's what we do. Oh my god! Like the one guy, like this massive mustache, and was like talking about just drinking like a six pack of Pabst Blue Ribbon. Sure, <laughs> it was amazing, and I loved it. Yeah, um, I I certainly love that too. I also, so I'm really so I liked. I grew up um, going up to my grandparents' cabin in in California. I promise mm-hmm. this comes back to curling, and we played shuffleboard a lot, and yeah. so I like was really into shuffleboard. Now in 2018, um, I don't go up to the cabin anymore. They've sold it. Um, but I go to this board game bar, and they have this game called Crokinole. And Crokinole is like a Viking game. It's like made in like the 1100s or whatever. And you flick these little discs, and you try to like knock them off of each other and get them within these rings. And it's it's like the precursor to to uh, to shuffleboard. And like Crokinole is very similar um, to to curling in a way. And so I got really into cro- Crokinole because my friends and I would play it. And now like watching curling was just so much fun and it's so interesting. And like I get why people kind of make fun of it, but like also it's a great sport to watch. 
absolutely. Uh, like funny... the skill that it takes actually is very impressive. Yeah. I mean, funny you should mention that too, because um, so shuffleboard, I grew up with a shuffleboard in my basement. Oh, that's awesome. So my dad had acquired a shuffleboard from a, from a pub. Wait, Wisconsin. a shuffleboard table or like a full size shuffleboard? It, what it is, is it's a full-size shuffleboard, but it's a bumper shuffleboard. So it's actually this one you bank off the side once. Instead Wait, of you just, use your hands? You use your hands to, to do the puck, right? So, so like there, there's a shuffleboard, too, where you have like the sticks. Yeah, no sticks. There's no sticks. Nope, no sticks in okay. this one. And but I don't just know a salted the... kind of board or whatever. Okay, yeah. Yep. It's got like sand on it? Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's, which you, it's kind of difficult to find that stuff, I think, now. But <laughs> yeah, we still have uh, some stuff on there. So just a little... Little pucks, um, and in order to get it into our basement, we had to cut a hole in our garage down to the basement and lower it down there. My parents have always said, like, that's not coming out. Like, there's no way possibly possible to get it out of our to basement. Get it out of the basement, yeah. Without without from... unless you like cut it in half, you know, and try yeah. and take it up in two pieces. Um, so yeah, so shuffleboard, love shuffleboard. It's a sport, is it? I don't think it's a sport. It's a game. It's a game. Well, and then that's also, like, a good thing, actually, to bring up is, like, the difference between games and sports and, like, you know, like you say, like, the game of golf, but, like, people consider it a sport still and, and stuff like that. Like, where where is that where line? Would you, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure, but I'm going to try something right now on air. All right. I think that a sport is simply just, like, um, kind of skill crafting. Sure. <laughs> so you craft or you hone your skills based on a, on a particular game. Mm-hmm. And then when you, those skills are placed into a competitive context with someone else, right, it becomes a sport. I think it becomes a sport when society deems it a sport, pretty much. I mean, there's kind of the legal foundations of like, yes, you have to be organ, you have to have an organization, well, okay, okay, a governing yeah. body, and that I'm kind sure of there's stuff. a shuffleboard organization. I'm sure there is too. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's something funny. This is just a random. This is kind of a random thought, but here's here's an indication of how big sports are in culture. Uh, Free to air television. Yeah. stations this is what i continue to rely on to this day yeah um but there there's been like um kind of a startup of this new sports network which is on free to air television okay and they air all sorts of different sports as well like as swimming and stuff oh no like for example i was on there polo no uh live from madison wisconsin at breeze stevens stadium which is right in my hometown the national Ultimate Frisbee Championships. Yes, that's awesome. Yes. They were just held there. And in fact, they were just held there recently. When I was back there, there was another championship being held there. And like, I was on the plane coming back with like dudes with like disc bags and stuff like (laughs) and and jerseys (laughs) on. I'm like, this is crazy. That is awesome. Yeah. So that, and then also I was, um, where was I? I forget where I was. And I like turned on ESPN and they were providing coverage live from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Oh, it's always from Wisconsin. Well, I think Wisconsin's trying to bank on these sorts of uh, like just attracting these national events because why not? But it was uh, Cornhole, National Cornhole Tournament. So you had these guys from like North Carolina versus whatever, (laughs) just throwing bags at at a wooden board trying to get it in the hole. So I was in Amsterdam last month and I turned on the TV and it was like a sports thing, and it was men just chopping wood. <laughs> that was the whole thing. Oh, yeah. It was well, really funny. We also have, this is turning into a Wisconsin sports show, but, but there's the lumberjack competitions. Oh, that's cool, Up yeah. in northern Wisconsin. Like the they, fireman competitions are really cool, too. They, yeah, they have like log rolling competitions <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. like log climbing and then chopping and sawing and all that. Very interesting. Yeah. 
Uh, one of the other things I wanted to touch on a little bit, because we started touching on it a little bit earlier, but... Um, sports is so broad. I didn't think I would have enough to talk about, but I have I have like way too many things. This that is I still the thing. Like, to talk about. It, it's almost like we could, you know, we should. We're just laying the groundwork right sure, now. Maybe we'll you do know, we could come back to this if people are on shuffleboard. Yeah. An episode. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. I have so, one more thing I would like to bring up. To you. Here's what I'm going to say uh, because it's also related to other kind of movies, documentaries, and things that are about sports. Is that um, Part of the kind of national identity, you know, or that people kind of associate with sports or sporting uh, personalities or uh, participants, a uh, really, really great documentary, uh, sp- it's called Senna, okay. and it's specifically oh, about yeah. Ayrton Senna, the, uh, F1. the F1 racer from Brazil. And um, I've heard it's really good. It's, it is a really good documentary, number one. Uh, but number two, I was watching it with my wife and like... She was remembering like Sundays and like, you know, watching Senna race, you know, and she remembers where she was when Senna uh, died. Right. Yeah. It's, it's not really a spoiler. He, he's, anyways, he he, he dies. <laughs> um, oh, but he, but they also wrote his own theme song. Real life spoiler. So whenever he whenever he would win a race, they'd play the theme song and like kids would dance around the house to Senna's uh, theme song, you know. Huh. So there's those kind of moments as well that like. You know, they kind of capture the the hopes and ambitions of a nation uh, to some degree. Um, and there's more to be said there as well in, in other sports. But I will give you the floor because you said you wanted to say something. Oh, I was just going to talk about um, skiing really quick. Uh, again, because I love the Olympics. I really like the Winter Olympics, but I, I do I do like um, watching some ping pong and badminton too in the Summer Olympics. Racket sports. Racket, yeah. Love racket um, sports. Oh, oh so two, I have two things now. Okay. You reminded me. Um, one, so David Weiss. He is a two-time yes, gold, yes. gold. He is from Reno, Nevada. Not only is he from Reno, Nevada, he is from my neighborhood. Not only is he from my neighborhood, he lives like four houses. He, he did. Oh, he, yeah? He grew up like four. His sister gave me swim lessons. Nice. Yeah. Actually- uh, And I interviewed him. Yeah. Uh, it was awesome. He's my, a really cool guy. My wife just met him, actually, and got, got a chance to hold the medal. Yeah. It was like oh, at yeah, some local networking event or something. She yeah. was there, and he, he came to talk. He's a genuinely great guy. Yeah. Um, but like, I think it's really cool that like Reno has like a two-time gold medalist. Like at, he, when mm-hmm. he came home, he was a hero. Yeah, he is like the hero of Reno right now. Like he is the guy, like yeah. representing us on a world on a world stage. The second thing I wanted to bring up was another obscure sport that's really big in Norway. What up, Norwegians? <laughs> I know I got I know so much about Norway. Yeah. Um, but uh, one, one not my roommates, but one of our neighbors who was a who was a Norwegian, uh, Henrik. Uh, I traveled to New Zealand with him. He uh, is a big handball player, and oh, this guy yeah. is—he's a bit. You don't want to mess with Henrik. Let me tell you, like mm-hmm. Henrik is like built like a brick wall, like. And I didn't realize like handball was such a, and it's probably not handball like you're thinking. Handball, I think for a lot of people, they think of like bouncing it against a wall, against like school, but um, that's wall ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, get your elementary school sports right, people. Uh, handball is like it's kind of like a mix between soccer and basketball. Um, like you're not allowed to move when you have the ball. You can dribble it once. And you get three steps, and then you have to throw it to a teammate. So it's a lot of like stationary kind of positioning, mm-hmm. and it's really interesting. And like it's this really small; you can hold it with one hand. And like these guys just chuck the crap out of this ball, and like the net is really small. It's a really impressive sport, and it's huge in Europe. It's really big, and it's just not something that we consider here at all. It's like a sport; like people don't like think that like that's a sport people go to watch, but it is. Sure, sure. So. Check yeah, out, check out handball. It's actually really fun to watch. It's really really interesting. It's I'm... like watching like a. It's like. Watching a live chess match plus like people chucking this small ball at like forty miles an hour at each other. 
Yeah, I'm tempted to go one of two different ways of just like mentioning other sports and stuff, but um, do you, do we want to get to our emergent culture? Yeah, I think we should. I think we should because I, I I just feel like we could we could keep going. There's a lot to talk about with sports. We could go for another also. hour, but let's let's save that for another hour, another time. Let's do it. All right, well we're gonna go to some emergent culture, and we'll be right back. We are back, and Ben is hyped. Oh, I, I they look cool. <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> here's here's the difference. Okay, so we just watched a trailer for Creed Two. Creed numbered two. Okay, now I've w- never seen a Rocky movie. Okay, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> Stop the podcast. You've never seen a, a single Rocky movie? No. Not one of them. No. I was going to say, because I, there was a moment in the trailer that, what did I do? I like backed up. I'm like, no. I have uh, Ben. Ben, no. ben was like, oh, what? What? Now, okay. I've seen all the Rocky movies. I haven't, I haven't seen any of them. Maybe uh, you should do an episode on the Rocky I've movies. I've seen Creed. Creed. I haven't seen Creed. Creed was really good. I heard, I've heard really good things about Creed. And now here's the other thing we didn't get a chance to talk about during the first part of the podcast. I am a boxing fan. Really? I'm also a boxing fan. In fact, I didn't know that. One of my goals, one of my like the things I want to do before I leave uh Nevada, or as long as I live in Nevada, I want to go to a boxing match. Like in Vegas? In or Vegas. Yeah. I want to go Vegas, baby. I want to be ringside for a live boxing match. It doesn't even have to be a huge match because quite frankly, I don't want to pay hundreds of dollars for a ticket. <laughs> but I just want to be there. I want to see a live boxing match. I think it would be amazing. I've seen a live boxing match actually. See, now Nevada, like Reno actually has like pretty yeah, famous boxing a, history. I went to a UNR game or a UNR yeah, game. Yeah, we have a, yeah, we we do. We've got a boxing team. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I knew a guy, I was stud- it was even like when I was uh, sitting in on a Portuguese class to refresh my, refresh my Portuguese, there's a boxer in there. I was like, oh, yeah. you're a boxer? Like when, when UNR's got a boxer? What? Boxing team? Anyways, the point is I like boxing. The second point is I like the Rocky movies. The third point is Creed was great. Creed 2 looks really good too. Uh it had some Kendrick. I like Kendrick. Now here's the thing. <laughs> I I think that if anybody shares my sentiments, if you like Rocky, if you liked Creed, go out and watch this trailer because uh, there is I spoil it. No, because here's what I here's what I want to do. I don't like, know anything about it. I have no but here, skin in this game. See, I was wondering, I'm like, because they're they're kind of building up this hype for his this opponent. Yeah, that he, whoever it is. This whoever this opponent is, this dangerous opponent who's apparently you know, life-threatening and blah, blah, blah. And now if you it just, it's real obvious, but I'm, I was wondering, like, why haven't they shown who this opponent is? And then there's the moment where he's in the ring and he turns and his name is plastered across the back of his warm-up uniform. And Ben just went, That's why I was oh. like, oh no, <laughs> oh no. Uh, I just think that the, it just seems like, you know, like reboots. Is it a Jump the Shark moment? I don't know. Well, I haven't seen any of the Rocky movies. Yeah, no, it's not. I mean, it, but the thing is, the thing that I really like, and this is one of the things that was done really well with Creed, is like when you reboot a series like that, it's either done effectively or it's not. Or they, they either they try too hard or it, it just doesn't work. Creed is like faithful to the original Rockies to a certain degree, less campy for sure. Like mm-hmm. they turned it into kind of a, 
you know, more serious to a certain degree. Like the first Rocky had a lot of heart. This, you know, Creed also has a lot of heart, but they're doing a really good job of tying in the history of the Rocky franchise into the new movies mm-hmm. uh, in a way that is like really effective. And, and this one, I'll see this. Okay. Hands down, I'm going to see this. Cool. All right. Well, I think... So that's what I had to say. I, I what did you think, Joey? You've uh, never seen a Rocky movie. I should probably go watch the first Rocky You have movie. no frame of reference here, dude. No, I should probably you go watch... You have no frame of reference. I wouldn't mind You're like it. a child who wanders into a <laughs> conversation. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Where am I? Um, I wouldn't mind watching... What's that? Uh, I wouldn't mind watching the first Creed or the first Rocky. Sure. I have nothing against them. I just have never done it. Um, you should probably watch the first Rocky just because it, it's like... A, it's a no, classic. Oh, yeah. It is like a classic, a classic for sure. Um, yeah, but yeah, so that's it. Uh, we are going to, so. You, you, oh yeah, for recommendations? Yeah, so let's talk okay. about how we always say we're going to get back on schedule. We never do. Well, I think, you know, I think we're on schedule, but there's just, this delay has m- made it kind of mixed up the order a little bit. Yeah, so we, we plan, we've been planning on doing Miyazaki for a while. It just hasn't come out because like, I feel like I can't just watch like Spirit Away and talk about Miyazaki because it's been so long since I've watched one. So I'm going to, I'm going to have a week in Vegas uh, and so I'm going to power through a bunch of them, um, and we're going to come back, and we're both going to feel much more comfortable talking about Miyazaki, I think. So what Joey is saying, dear listener, is that next week you will hear Miyazaki, but we apologize for the earlier moment when you said you would hear Miyazaki. Which is, I think, like, at the point you're hearing this, probably, like, four weeks, like a month ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, all that's kind of irrelevant. It's all So apologies for that. Um, you will also maybe hear an episode coming up soon without me. Yeah, so stay tuned. Uh, Joey's also taking some trips, and so I may try and get uh, the band in here to talk about some live music. Yeah, um, so that'll be fun. I haven't been to that many live music, so I don't have a lot to say anyway. Also, I did see uh, uh, Sorry to Bother You, and holy cow, that movie's bonkers so i it's on my list i have not seen it i've been i would like to get out to the theater uh, so very we soon we may have an episode so. just on sorry to bother you even if it's not sorry to bother you it's a good candidate but we're going to do a deep dive on a movie coming up too. yeah so keep keep your ears out for that um yeah that, that's that's been residual culture you can uh you can email us at residual culture podcast at gmail.com yep you can also uh like and follow us on all the social media platforms facebook uh, twitter instagram Facebook group is probably the most active and continues to grow. Yep. So get involved in the conversation. Although I have been posting pictures on Instagram. There's Check a out. really funny uh, picture of Ben and I as uh, ancient art. It's not quite ancient, but anyways, classical art. Classical Renaissance art. art. Yeah, art. Yeah, yeah. Renaissance. Okay. Very good. So anyways, this has been Residual Culture. I'm Ben Birkenbein. Support us on Patreon. <laughs> All right. Also get access to all sorts of bonus content by supporting us on Patreon. Yeah. I'm Ben Birkenbein. I'm Joey Lovato. Get into it. <laughs>